Chapter 37 Last Exit to Westlake My religion is very simple. My religion is kindness. The 14th Dalai Lama After returning from his phone call, David had barked at the waiter to bring another Jack and Coke and the check. To Sarah, he could be as much of a jerk as he wanted because she had a choice, but being a jerk to waiters was something that she could not handle. He had also drunkenly argued with the manager over the price of the check, and to make matters worse, if they could get any worse, he had spilled his drink all over himself as he gesticulated wildly. Sarah was glad neither of them were celebrities, as they would have surely ended up on some entertainment website or even worse, TMZ. She put an end to the whole ordeal by grabbing the check from David and handing it to the manager with her credit card inside. David, being the absolute gent that he was, didn't offer any more argument. He just announced he was going to get the car from the valet and left her in the middle of the restaurant. The movie star from her acting class looked at her and gave her a brief acknowledgement that she existed, even if it was out of pity. Sarah gave him a smile and a head nod. She just couldn't catch a break, not even when she had actually caught one. She made her way to the bar and ordered another martini while she waited for the check, if only to get herself away from the spotlight and the crime scene that was her life. After slamming the martini down and being sure to tip the waiter and the bartender well, she walked out of the restaurant into the cool L.A. night. She pretended she hadn't seen him stiff the valet guy as he got into the driver's seat. He didn't even bother to reach across to let her in. He just sat there with his hands at ten and two waiting for her to get in. The sprightly valet guy saw her dilemma and ran around and opened the door for her. She palmed him twenty dollars without David seeing. He was too drunk anyway, and so was she. It was a terrible combo. Her thoughts flashed through happy scenarios where she and David died in a fiery inferno that made her a trending topic on Twitter for a few hours, followed by a final cameo in the Emmy's In Memoriam montage. It actually brought a smile to her face as she watched the world blur past on the drive back to her house. She didn't even notice her dress riding up as he gradually made his way higher and higher up the inside of her thigh. By the time Sarah looked down, they were stopped at a green light being honked at by the cars behind them as David greedily rubbed her clit through her underwear. It was definitely the martinis. He hadn't romanced her, or even been cordial for that matter. What he thought he was doing was not even close to what he should have been doing. It was almost laughable, and she derived less than zero pleasure from it. The light's green, David, Sarah said with a slight head nod. He took his hand away and drove forward before the light turned red again, leaving the cars that were honking behind them furious and stuck for another rotation. Sarah let him return his hand to her inner thigh. She assumed this was his Neanderthal way of apologizing. He wasn't much of a lover to begin with. The best sex they'd had was at the start of their relationship and had been passionate but brief. She had hoped it would improve over time and after a while it did and then she found the receipt for a prescription of Viagra. Once the pills ran out, so did his hard-ons, and since she didn't want to bring up the ugly truth, she just let the sex return to being short and not so sweet. He mauled her like a rabid dog as they entered the front door, and she hoped he didn't have whiskey dick, because that would have been the icing on the shitty cake that was her night. David got to his knees and began to eat her out as she stood against the hallway wall. He didn't even try to remove her panties, he just forced them to the side and rammed his chin into her pussy, his tongue desperately looking for anything that resembled Sarah's clit. 
She protested that she wanted to take it upstairs to the bedroom where she might be able to enjoy it, where she might actually be able to get naked and lie down instead of having to stand on one leg and have her underwear dig into her. But this was David at his best. This was David doing something for someone else, a grand gesture. So it should be on his terms, even though the beneficiary had no say in how the present was delivered. He took her protests as the go-ahead to stop giving head and to fuck her, even though it had only been thirty-odd seconds of his tongue in the general vicinity of her clitoris. The sex, because that's what it was, not fucking, not lovemaking, just robotic, by-the-numbers sex, was a bigger travesty than the restaurant, the valet, the drive home, and the brief oral sex in the hallway all put together. He stood up and stuck his fingers into her pussy, holding her like a human bowling ball, trying to practically launch her down the hallway to the kitchen. Sarah played along. She was drunk. There was a part of her that was trapped, screaming for her to stop, but her drunken self wanted to see how this panned out. She didn't have to wait long to find out. He bent her over the kitchen counter, almost hitting her head on the cabinets above, and lifted her dress. Seeing as it was about his enjoyment now, he pulled her underwear down to her knees. He didn't want her underwear to reduce the feeling of his cock in her pussy. Sarah looked over her shoulder doubtfully as he fumbled with his dick, trying to make it hard. She was about to give up and turn around to get on her knees and give him what he did not deserve when she felt the head of his cock enter her pussy. But that was all. There was no shaft or pelvis banging into her. It was just the head of his cock and his fist wrapped around the rest of his dick, banging on her labia majora. Thankfully, he wasn't trying to put his fist in her as well. He was just trying to force blood to the head of his cock, so at least some aspect of it was hard. He smashed away at her pussy with one or two inches of his cock going in and out of her, and she tried to garner some pleasure from his fist accidentally bumping into her clit, but in reality she had gotten more pleasure from her last gynecological examination. Eventually his cock did start to get hard, and it wasn't long after that that he started his usual, I'm about to come, breathing and panting. Sarah had given up by then. She was already thinking about what she had to do tomorrow and if she should upgrade the kitchen with her newfound money from the roll she hadn't even gotten yet. Barely ten shallow thrusts later, David howled as he pulled out and began furiously jerking off over her back. He hadn't even pushed her dress up further. He had just come on it. It seemed his cum was actually the icing on the shitty cake that was her night. Sarah turned to look at David. He had stopped feverishly pumping his meat and now just held a limp sausage that was oozing out cum, looking like a kid who had been caught jerking it to a picture of his sister. David averted his eyes from hers and put away his cock before slowly trudging away towards the stairs. He had not uttered a word since they left the restaurant, and it seemed he didn't plan on rectifying that. Sarah slipped out of her dress and immediately set to using soda water and paper towels to dab the cum off it. She found herself sobbing at the complete bodies lying everywhere train wreck her life had become. By the time she had made the slow death march up the stairs to the bedroom, he was already sleeping. Of course he was. That's what he did. He fed off her energy and nourished what was left of his soul before returning to start it all again the next day. This time there would be no next day for him. It was over. She would not tolerate him anymore. She would not tolerate anyone anymore. This was a new chapter where Sarah Dale would get exactly what she felt she was owed, 
And at that moment, that was everything.